Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Steve Rosenblum. It's Saturday Suckage on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Big voice guy says it. Must be true, Saturday suckage. And there was a story, a video, an event last night during a sporting event that demanded that we seek out our very own trash panda because it involved a trash panda in the South. So I welcome you in. I welcome you all back to Saturday suckage. And we go to the score hotline. Presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports sports book, our own Adam Studzinski, producer of Cubs Baseball. Cubs, by the way, will be on today. 6.35 is the pregame show. They will play the Diamondbacks again. Kyle Hendricks against Zach Gallen and his 0.95 ERA, but that's not why you called. Trash Panda, how you doing? I'm good, man. Rosie, why are they, they keep they're keeping us apart, man? It's been like two months. What's going on? They you, are. You they, tell them to they, stop putting me on. What's what's up? I did none of. I have no say in this. Do you think somebody who's part of Saturday Suckage has any say in the broadcast crew that gets assembled? Uh, that's that's a good point. You know what? Maybe we were too good together, and they decided that the show needed to be needed to be brought down. Yeah, that's always it. That's the way they work <laughs> around here. Just too yeah, good. So. Yeah. So, Trash Panda, we sent you this link, and it involved a Arkansas-Vanderbilt baseball game. I had never seen this. I could not imagine this. The way you've described Trash Pandas, which is, which is the alternate name for raccoons. So, a raccoon, a Trash Panda, is running through the stands in this Arkansas-Vanderbilt game. I believe it was played in Auburn. That's where the SEC tournament is being played. And a fan grabs this trash panda with his bare hands and holds it up, grabs it by the back of the neck, and walks out of the ballpark with it. Are you kidding me? So explain the degree of difficulty or the degree of craziness. What's going on here? Okay. So Well, first of all, it is. It is I'm glad that you saw that story because I actually – uh, that story crossed my way last night, and I bookmarked it, and I was going to send it to you this morning. And then I wake up, and I see a uh, you know, text from Caesar seeing if I could come on for the exact story that I was going to send you. So we're, we're great minds think alike here. And let me – well, first and, – and let me tell you, I, I don't know if grabbing a stray rac- raccoon like that is, is advisable. It's not something I would do. Because, I mean, look, if that thing bites you, I mean, it could have rabies. It could have any, like, any random disease. So I wouldn't have picked it up with my bare hands. But, you know, it was obviously docile enough. I don't know. That's, 
It's incredible, though. Like, it's incredible that he was able to pick it up and just walk away because those things are squirmy. Like, they're, they're quick. You know? They're not, they don't yeah. want to be picked up. But maybe it was just scared enough to, to I don't know, man. It was, it's, it's, that's, that's weird and, and, and random. He appears to be sitting down the line, and because you can see the Vanderbilt bullpen, the guys are watching this, and it's just hysterical to see. And they, he is this, this thing is squirming, and what and a trash panda is generally they they choose chaos. They wake up every morning and they 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 elect to go anarchic, and that's the way they they go about things. But the fact that it's didn't. The fact that it didn't really create much of a stir, you didn't have people running the way I would have because it would have scared the daylights out of me. This is maybe, as somebody had said in one of the many tweets that followed this, the most Arkansas thing ever. <laughs> and maybe, I, I can't imagine it. So your dad, Shooter, his idea is that he generally stands in the house, opens a window and fires guns at the trash pandas in and around your place, so probably shocking your mom's sweet Alice. Has has dad ever grabbed a trash panda by the neck like this? Does he have any hands-on experience? Uh, that's a good I don't not that I'm aware of. Not one that's alive anyway. I I don't I I would have to ask him. I've never personally seen him grab a live raccoon and move it somewhere else. Let's just say that. And I haven't either, because why? Why would I? I just stay away from it. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Well, I don't. Maybe Sweet Alice remembers a time where this might have happened, because she seems to keep track of these things and alerts you to these. And I, I well, how is what, Sweet Alice, by the way? Did she oh, have a good Mother's great. Day. I, I did. I saw her on Mother's Day. I made the trip all the way down to Petersburg, Illinois, just to see her. And it was great. It was a good time. Got to see the whole family. So, yeah, that was that. Uh, and if you're wondering, the drive from Chicago to Petersburg, which is three hours on I-55, is still miserable. So, not recommended. But we, you know, wanted to see Thanks. my mom on Mother's Day, and I was I actually got to spend a few days there, which was nice. So, yeah, she's doing good. Well, thanks for the update. I had a question because there's yet another story about varmints and your life is all about varmints right trash panda something oh, that is course. happening downstate and i think we're getting creep upstate uh is your is your sweet alice and shooter being dogged by or seen any or did you run over any what they call texas speed bumps also known as armadillos no we have armadillos in illinois i've never seen an i've never seen a, an armadillo in the wild Wow. Okay. Well, that'll be a new experience for you, and I can't wait till your dad figures out what to do with it and, and how, to sh- <laughs> how, to, how to shoot it. But yes, there is a there's a creeping problem. It's downstate, and they're they're like everybody. They're seeking. To, they're moving. They're on the move. That's the way it is. At least something is well, wait, moving when you into say Illinois. State, I mean, when you say downstate, Steve, I mean, what what are you defining as downstate? Is this like Carbondale? Yes, or we start with it, with start okay. with Carbondale, and once they get past the contact high that is Carbondale, and they, <laughs> the armadillos begin moving, that's what happens. Trash panda, they they keep moving north. At least okay. at least something is moving into this state. I don't know economically how it'll affect us, but at least something is moving into this state. 
Well, that's that's a good point. I, yeah, I I did not see any armadillos down there. I saw I saw deer out in the field by my parents' house, and I saw a bunch of birds. I actually didn't see a single rac- raccoon, but I did not see a single armadillo. Nor have I ever seen one in Illinois that wasn't in like a zoo. Okay, all right. Well, thank you for checking in. Thank you for taking our phone call because we wanted to see we wanted to get Trash Panda Authority on here, and you certainly provided it. Say hi to Sweet Alice and just duck when Shooter is doing what he's doing. <laughs> I'll I'll do that. And and uh, thanks for having me on. And oh, uh, and so hey, I think we're gonna be together again in like two weeks though, and we can we can talk about why the White Sox and why why they're going to be in third place at the end of the season. That's my prediction. Okay, that's all I got. Wait, you can do that now. You can tell us why you think the White Sox suck. It's May. So I, I, I is the season over? Is that it? You're really you're on to – I you're... I have sold all my White Sox 2022 stock. I, I think that this team – like we're seeing – here's the reason why I don't think they're going to I, get it together enough to – end up being end up winning even winning the AL Central because they have the same problems now that they had last year and they don't seem to have a willingness to fix it. They're terrible on defense. They're 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 in their quote competitive World Series window and they're strolling out Vince Velasquez against the Yankees and then the next day we're going to put we're going to put Dallas Keuchel a lefty against the team that crushes lefties more than any other team in the league right now. It, that's not how you operate as a team that is trying to win a World Series. Plus, their defense is the worst in the league. And how much better can you get defensively as a team within the confines of a single season? I don't see. I mean, Tim Anderson's going to stop having three errors a game. That's going to improve, I'm sure. But their corner outfielders suck at defense anyway. Their guy that they traded for, AJ Pollock, hasn't been good. Maybe he gets better. I don't know. I just like I don't think that I think that what we're seeing is this team is ultimately what what I'm getting at. And I don't think that they're going to get it. Maybe it's just cynicism right now, but I don't think they're going to be able to get it together enough because I think the manager is in over his head, doesn't know what he's doing, and then there's all the other reasons that I just listed. It's just. It's not good right now, and maybe they'll prove me wrong. I just I think that they're going to be lucky to get in the playoffs at this point. Well, I'll leave you with this. Two things. One is there are more playoff spots available, which helps. And the other That's thing true, is – That's true, but here's, here's the thing, Steve. Their record, at the rate they're going right now, they're going to be the lucky if they can get to 90 wins. They're not yeah. going to – like getting a wild card spot is going to be really tough for them. They need to win the division. That's like that's the only way I can see them getting into the playoffs right now. Well, I'll leave you with this because I, I brought it up last. Uh, we talked with Scott Merkin earlier, and he was um, he wasn't as he wasn't suicidal the way you are, uh, or <laughs> homicidal the way you are. But we'll go back to last June when okay, the White Sox can't beat good teams, and then they took a series from Tampa, and the Rays were the best team in the American League at that time. Wow, look at that! Now, now we got something. Look at that! We're doing something now. And somebody asked Lance Lynn, what does it mean to meet this challenge and take a series from Tampa? And he said, it's June. No one gives a bleep. So <laughs> this is this is May. The Yankees are doing what the Yankees do. The White Sox are doing what, as you said, they've done. They're, the defense is awful. It hasn't gotten better. I don't know why the Hall of Famer baseball person can't make their defense better 
And I don't know why the players themselves can't concentrate, but it's still May. So breathe, breathe. And when you come to your senses, we'll talk about it in a couple weeks. All right. All right. That's a good point. Maybe even talking to my Uncle Joe a little too much. Uncle Joe's Uncle Joe was, was, was having a conversation with him the other day, and he convinced me that they're terrible. So, and, and, you know, just as a White Sox fan, Lawrence has talked about this. As a White Sox fan, you just generally have a sense of impending doom at all times. So maybe that's what it is, and maybe in a couple weeks we can, we can have a, a, a light conversation. All right, well, we'll find out. You, you just avoid grabbing trash pandas by the scruff of the neck, and, and we'll just be fine. No, don't want anything to happen to you, okay? All right, I'll do my best. All right. Thanks a lot, man. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Trash Panda. Adam Stazinski, our Trash Panda. He, uh, he will be producing Cubs baseball tonight. Like I said, Cubs baseball on the score. Cubs Diamondback 635 pregame. Hendricks against Zach Gallen. Zach Gallen has a 0.95 ERA. Talking baseball and talking football and talking music with our next guest, Matt Spiegel, our Renaissance man, and talking Beat the Streak because you got Money Matt. We'll talk with Matt Money after this on Saturday Suckage, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Steve Rosenblum, it's Saturday Suckage on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Saturday seconds must be a thing of the big guy voice, big voice guy. Got to get him to speak English. Well, that sucks. Welcome in. Welcome back. Steve Rosenman with you. And I'm being joined now on the Circa Resort Casino in Las Vegas hotline, home of the world's largest sports book, by fellow score personality, Matt Spiegel, our renaissance man. Spiegs, thanks for coming on. Absolutely, Rosie. How are you? It's lovely I'm doing day. fine. He is part of Parkins and Spiegel, and the original reason was they did a wonderful interview with Bayless Jones Jr., and I thought, well, if we're going to replay it, we should have one of the guys who is there sort of walk us up, sort of a pregame for the replay. And then, <laughs> as as Jews say, uh, people plan and God laughs. And then a whole bunch of other stuff, like no hitters got in the way, and the Yankees started mashing the ball, and rock and roll got in the way, and I thought, well, I'll just do this with Spiegel, and then we'll play the, we'll replay Bayless Jones Jr. But before, it, Bayless Jones Jr. sounds like, I I I love this guy by what he sounded like. You guys do a wonderful job of eliciting a personality by they want to have fun. They know they play the game with you guys on the air. What did you gain from that? What did you come away with before we replay it for everybody? Um, I got a real understanding of how important the person and the personality is to Ryan Poles and their staff, because he's not the only guy in this draft class who's like this. And it sure makes sense when you're drafting volume like like they did to get guys who were, if they weren't captains of their high school team or captains of their college team, they could have been. And their work ethic is completely without question. And their, their football intelligence and personal emotional intelligence seems to be high with every one of their draft picks that we've heard from. It does, doesn't it? It's like, and so Valus kind of blew me away more than anybody on that front who I've had a chance to listen to. But man, you listen to Dominique Robinson yesterday with Mully and Har two days ago. Yeah. You listen to press conferences of Jaquan Brisker and Kyler Gordon. It's like, and I heard you referencing with Grody earlier the qu- the quote from Zachary Thomas, the lineman who like did his research on the Bears history and stuff. Like, they 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 knew what they were doing in terms of the person, and um, 
And as a guy who thinks that matters, especially as you're building a culture and you're building up a roster with 30, 40 spots, let's see, let's see which one, which ones of them um, can really play, but they're bound to have good personalities and help build the culture because that's who they drafted overall. Matt Spiegel is my guest here, Parkinson Spiegel. Also, hit and run on Sundays from nine until they tell him to stop. And I don't think he'd ever stop talking <laughs> baseball. I, I I think you're like me. You're also beat the streak, and the streak is at one. Is that where it is now? Uh, I, I'm at zero. Tell us I'm about zero. beat thanks, the streak. Thanks, uh, you know, here's the thing. I hope people know about the game and have played the game or check out the game because I'm doing the podcast as a companion to the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, but like the game and the podcast need to be enjoyed together and played together and it needs to grow together, but it's been around for 20 years and it's amazing. It's like, it's a virtual hitting streak. If you, all you got to do is pick somebody to get a hit in a game, anybody in any team for any team in any game, if they get a hit, if they get a hit, you're at one, you could do two in a day. It's called a double down. So you could get to 56 and break Joe DiMaggio's record. At in 28 days or 29 days, you get to 57. And if you do that, you win $5.6 million, which is a lot of money. Um, it's super hard, but so is baseball. That's the thing I'm enjoying the most about it, Rosie. It's like I've gone back to zero so many times already, but every day I have to pick myself up by my bootstraps, believe that I know what I'm doing, trust my <laughs> preparation. Uh, yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes. like it, it still go through my mechanics, try to have good presence of mind, you know? Um, and it's like, and, and I, I've done so much research over the last five weeks. Like I'm looking at everything. I'm looking at matchups. I'm looking at ballpark factors. I'm looking at hard hit rate. I'm looking at high batting average, low on base percentage. Cause I'm chasing hits. I know the league better than I probably ever have in my entire life from a hitting perspective. It's amazing. So I'm just enjoying to that. Get one hit just to find some person to get one hit. Just to feel good about myself during the course of the day, Steve. <laughs> well, you know what? And here's here's to, to underscore your point. I, you are as a baseball holic. You are undoubtedly like me. When someone throws a no hitter, you I, you probably devour all of the notes that come out of it. As so many. Reed Detmers did. He threw his no hitter for the Angels. It was his nobody. He has 104, point, 104 and two-thirds innings in pro ball. That counts the minors. The fewest of any player who's ever thrown a no-hitter. Wow. Even like the, the, even, even like the first start ever threw a no-hitter, people like Bobo Newsom, like guys uh-huh. like that. Wow. Yes. And even Bumpus Jones, and I bring up this uh-huh. stat just so I could say the name Bumpus Jones, the first rookie to ever throw a no-hitter he did it in the 1890s. I love Bumpus Jones. But he threw uh-huh. it to a catcher who was only in his second game on the team. <laughs> and and th- these things that come out, and I didn't realize this. You may have remembered, but so Chad Wallach also homered in Reed Detmer's no-hitter. And I had forgotten that David Ross did it in Jake Arrieta's. Uh, I had forgotten that, too. The one in, um, the one in L.A., Dodger yes. Stadium. Yes. Wow. And the stuff that comes yeah. out is just is just wonderful. And I I I thought, well, Matt Spiegel's got to we got to talk about this because then the Yankees came to town, and and they started doing what the Yankees started doing. Yeah, we've and... got a real um, we've got a real coastal elites situation happening here. Like the Angels you're talking about, they are the most fun, flashy, interesting 
roster in the game, especially on the hitting side, obviously with Trout and Otani. Taylor Ward is a former first round, you know, first round pick who's absolutely killing it, and Jared Walsh and Tyler Wade, and oh by the way, Anthony Rendon, who in that no hitter homered left handed because <laughs> Brett Phillips was pitching. Brett Phillips was pitching a position player, so Rendon got his Javi Baez on. Remember when Baez doubled left handed? Uh, yeah, Rendon homered. So, but it, they're just, and it's Joe Madden, and now they have some pitching like with Noah Syndergaard and and, and others. And they're finally the star team that they, they should have been, uh, the good team that they should have been. They've, they've never had a winning record. With um, you know, They haven't made the playoffs and, and had a winning record. Like, what is it, like six years they haven't had a winning record? Something ridiculous. But anyway, Coastal Elites, because then the Dodgers, they're the Dodgers, probably the best team in baseball. But the Yankees are playing like the best team in baseball with the best record. So I'm sure that the networks are starved for their Yankees-Dodgers Dream World Series or Yankees-Angels that they've been salivating about for a long time. And as long as you're on the coast, Carlos Rodon might be one of the best pitchers in baseball because he just keeps striking everybody out. He just keeps it, it, mowing. It, it, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. There's, they've never had a lefty like that in the history of the San Francisco Giants in terms of velocity. Never. It's like it's Tim Lincecum and it's a couple other righties who threw hard and then it's right on. But it's um, here's the thing. Nobody is surprised that he's still great or that he's great now. Everybody is waiting to see what he's like in July mm-hmm. and, uh, and August and see if his arm and his body hold up because the White Sox didn't think he was going to or would have. So they didn't want to invest. And we'll see how wise that looks by July and August and September and October. The, the thing about Carlos Rodon is that in 2017, on July 25th, he struck out 11 players in four innings, a feat that was matched by Dylan Cease against the uh-huh. Yankees. Yeah. They are the only two pitchers since 1901 to do that. 11 strikeouts of the 12 batters of the 12 outs you recorded. 11 wow. of 12 outs or strikeouts. And I started and, and I, I worked backwards because you see that and you go, wow, those two guys that think of who didn't do that. Like Koufax, Ryan, every <laughs> Hall of Famer. There's Everybody. not a Hall of Famer who did that. Yeah, yeah. No, it's true. I'll tell you what. Um, also, Steve Traxel never did that. Um, and <laughs> still be waiting for the second strikeout because he's I mean, still holding the ball on 3-2. Uh, James Baldwin and Scott Ruffcorn never did that. Like history is littered, <laughs> is littered with guys who never did that. <laughs> that is so yes, it's just right. littered that way. Javi Vasquez, Vasquez could have, and he still no, would have sure, given up twelve runs. I saw, I saw, I saw a tweet the other day that was like about it said like. Grown men will just sit around and say names of old athletes instead of going to therapy, instead of going to therapy. And that just could not be more right. You know, like I will just let's talk about some guys, you know, like I just I I will so happily just sit around and reference anybody. And it feels therapeutic to me. Okay, I wanted to I also want to discuss this with you before I let you go. I so appreciate your time and, and yeah, being a baseballaholic, but also the or Renaissance man and your your musical tastes and you're you're the cultural zeitgeist of, of music and <laughs> sports. So the Hall of Fame, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame announced yes. names and people got in. And I one name jumped Dolly Parton decided, okay, yeah. 
you can, you can, I'm, I'm going to go in. You want to invite me? I'll go in. And it, and it, it reminded me that at a recent concert, some drunk guy yells out to Dolly Parton, I love you. And she goes, I love you too, but I told you to wait in the trunk. <laughs> and I think Dolly Parton is, she was the parody, you know, the outsized, uh-huh. whatever, but she's a goddess. She's just a queen. She's, yep. she's Brilliant. a, Brilliant. a, a, she's, she should be up for beatification. And at the same mm. time, whatever Dolly Parton represented, the opposite end of that, the best album covers ever is also now a Hall of Famer, Carly Simon. And I was as stunned as she was. She said, <laughs> I can't believe this. I must be getting into the House of Pancakes instead. <laughs> so I, you know, between your so vain and anticipation, which was commercially famous and nobody does it better, which was probably the most, the, the best selling bond thing. I, I want you to, when you see this, when you hear this and hear somebody call it rock and roll as somebody who's played that and been part of Tributosaurus and you certainly know it inside now, what do you think has happened to your thing? The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Well, the problem is that it's not my thing. It's not, there's so many rock and roll people or music people that have loathed this thing from like, if not day one, then day six, you know? Um, (laughs) Because the the events themselves are like Jan Wenner's gangster flop house, um, you know, happening out there. Um, And then the stage is just, everything is so strategic. And it's like, this year we need this kind of thing and this year we need that kind of thing so i i I shouldn't say i I loathe it what there's so much strategy and kind of silliness in the choices but what can't ever be faked is the moments if the people are real if the music is real It, it, it it here here's something for you which you probably know and if others don't they should go and watch it Go watch Bruce Springsteen's speech inducting Jackson Brown at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It is, we now know, we didn't realize then what a great writer Bruce was in terms of long form. We knew him as a songwriter and everything. We knew how great he was there. Now, I mean, his, his autobiography is like one of the, it's one of the best memoirs I've ever read by anybody in any genre. But like, go, go watch his speech inducting Jackson Brown if you give a, a, a hoot at all about either of those people. It's one of the most brilliant things ever. So you can't fake it. And then you get great moments on stage, you know, um, stuff, stuff like that. So I'll tell you this about Carly Simon. Um, she does not deserve to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, but whatever. Enjoy it. Have a good time. Go listen to the last minute of Terra Nova on James Taylor's JT album. It's the two of them, the, their two voices. I'll take that as something musically produced by her over anything she's ever <laughs> written or produced otherwise, but it's worth it. Promise. Okay. Thank you for your time. I appreciate you coming on. Um, love chatting <laughs> about all of it with you. The man at the, at the center, the nexus of our cultural zeitgeist, Matthew Spiegel and uh, beat the streak and do all that research on one guy who can get one hit on one day. Yeah. Right? Come play with me. Come play with me. You can listen to the podcast with me. Um, and if you're playing, then we have. I invite you directly. Uh, the person who goes longest in my group is going to get a prize at the end of the season, which is going to be awesome. And it's just, it's super fun. So play Beat the Streak and find Beat the Streak Daily on podcasts. Thank you, All Steve. Right, there you go. Thanks, thanks, right, Spiegel. Appreciate it. All right, that's Matt Spiegel. Joined us on Saturday Suckage, where in true in true Suckage fashion, all I originally wanted him to do was come in and 
give us the pregame show for the interview with Bayless Jones Jr. Sort of the he's sort of the the photograph. He's the snap the snapshot, the hood ornament for the Bears draft because he's the guy who he's the offensive guy, the the touchdown guy. He's the speed guy. He's everything you always wanted in one. And he turned out to be quite interesting. And in an interview with Parkins and Spiegel. So what we're going to do is take a break, come back, and play that for you. Thanks for joining us on Saturday Suck at Chicago Sports Radio 670. The We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.